Hello, this is Hilda, your Hilda from Hilda's Shoulder. Hilda is a podcaster, a storyteller, an agony aunt, and so much more. You must excuse my terrible croaky voice. Today I've had a sore throat. Uh, I did a podcast a few day, days ago, but I just decided not to upload it because I was coughing. Okay, if this is your first time tuning in, I say a very big welcome to you. And if this is not your first time tuning in, I say thank you for coming back. As you continue to return to listen to me, you are supporting my efforts. Okay, today's topic is the idea of being being of the idea of dating or marriage. So the idea of being married and the idea of dating. So I, I attended a, a bridal shower a couple of weeks ago and I found it very interesting. Um, after the games, the slightly uh, pornographic games and jokes, it was time to give the bride to be some level of advice and a number of the women who were there, young women, well, relatively young women in their 30s, had a sort of advice to give to the bride. And I'll say some of the advice came not necessarily from their own personal experiences, but just a mix of what they think probably they should have done or what somebody else should have done in their marriage or, you know, not just their own personal experiences. and. One thing came clear, even within the jokes, there was this thing in the air about being married, you know, especially when they were talking to their other friends, because some of their friends joined on Zoom, those who couldn't attend the bridal shower. So it was like, this is what married people do, that kind of stuff. So it just um, stirred up something inside me, uh, which is what has made me... uh, this topic together that for the most part I think that people are in love with the idea of getting paid up or dating somebody or getting married to somebody rather than the act itself the marriage or the or the dating the partnership and for the most part the way our culture runs you almost I mean in, in, in Nigeria if I may say also in Africa to some extent it's a, it's like um, a plug and play thing where you get to a particular age, you go to school, blah blah blah, finish, and even before you finish, if you're a girl, if you're in your twenties, your parents begin to ask, who ask you about the young man they haven't seen yet, and if it goes on for a while that they don't meet the young man, they begin to get worried, and they would like to see you know, young men come and ask for the hand of your daughter and all of that puts pressure on uh, the young girl who maybe or maybe not has aspirations to do other things besides getting married and having children at that time i mean not that it is not on the list it could be on the list most likely would be on the list as an as a nigerian girl but all of those pressures that the family and society and even friends put on this unmarried this um, single lady makes her actually fall in love with the idea of being married, the idea of dating somebody with the purpose 
of getting, for the purpose of getting married. And I, I think sometimes that's where we get it wrong because um, the feeling that you get uh, from that thinking, the, the idea of somebody being the husband, taking care of you, taking care of your family, um, basically just being the all in all of everything that is concerning you is completely warped. There is no such person. And the idea that there is this perfect woman to who will be very good with the kids, who will say her prayers, go to church, it doesn't exactly work like that. If we begin to accept, even before we get married, we begin to accept the frailties. If we accept whoever it is, even before we have the person, what's and all, we accept that imperfection of the person that we may fall in love with, or who may fall in love with us, because sometimes I've heard both men and women say that they are dating, they may be dating somebody and they may they know that that other person may like them or love them more than they do. So it's possible that one party is in love and the other person is not in love, but the other person looks at uh, the first party and goes, well, in as much as that person loves me, that's some form of security that there will be some level of loyalty. Uh, well, I may not like that person as much, but this person is okay. And sometimes okay is just what we need. We don't need it to be um, over the top, hot, passionate, strong feeling of if I don't talk to you today, I will drop dead. You know, it doesn't have to be go to that length. And by and by, if I want one of the ladies said at the bridal shower was that, it took her four years to understand her husband. I don't know how many years they had dated or how many months they had dated prior to getting married, but I mean, it's a whole different ball game. So for, for there was another interesting couple I need to share with you. Uh, this was a, a mature lady. I think she's in her 60s or near 70s. And she said she's not married. And she said, oh, it sounds so nice when people say, oh, Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm waiting for my husband to come pick me up. Or oh, I I just finished making breakfast for my husband and the kids, and it sounds so nice. And for those who do not have spouses or who do not have partners, it may it depends on how it's received, but it may cause some kind of longing. Not sometimes, not particularly for the partner per se for a partner but for that feeling the feeling that they think the other person is enjoying or the idea of somebody being somewhere waiting for you or doting on you and when they actually start dating somebody when they actually have a partner or get married they see that it's just two different things when you're telling your friend about your husband, like some women like to talk about their husbands a lot, my husband said this, my husband said that, the feeling you get, I think, the feeling the person, the speaker gets, is almost like a, a show off. It's almost like I've ticked all the boxes when it comes to that area. So I'm one of those lucky ones. I know that there would be some cases, some um, exceptions. There are always exceptions to the rule where it's more than just the feeling of 
I just want to feel like a wife. As against, I want to be a good wife. Or I want to be a loving wife. Or I want to be a mother. As against the feeling of being a mother. I don't know whether that makes any sense to you. So many times when people get married, they are getting married because of the feeling of getting married. <laughs> Not getting married because of that, 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 some, whatever the reasons are why people should get married in the first place. And these days, there's so much information and there's so much exposure to the Western world. People are being more expressive. A lot more women, young women, are saying they don't really want to get married. They just want to have a child or children, hopefully, from the same person. And even if it's not from the same person, no wahala, you know, they don't want the stress, that all the stresses that come with marriage. And although marriage is not necessarily stress per se, but there are some stresses, of course. I mean, even living in having a roommate, if you had lived alone and you have a roommate who, you know, you sleep in the same room or you share facilities, it's stressful. So I think generally marriage is not different from that endeavor. Uh, living with somebody, dating the person, going and coming over the weekends is quite different. It's quite different from staying with this person, smelling their shits when they're in the bathroom, brushing your teeth as they shit, uh, excuse my French, as they pass through, and you know the everyday grind of it sometimes takes away that mystery that thing that was there when you were dating so people should marry not for the feeling of marriage or when you're considering marriage it shouldn't be because you want to feel like the other people it shouldn't be because you feel that the feeling will be fantastic it should be about the things that are rock solid, the things that are enduring, the things that make sense. Do your research. Um, I stumbled on, well, I didn't really stumble. A friend of mine had told me about the 16 personality traits, I think about four or five years ago. And then I, uh, a few days ago, I just uh, thought about it again and Googled it and did the test again. And I discovered that my personality type this time was different from what it came up with, you know, way back when. So I think we should be a little more scientific about, I don't know, scientific plus spiritual probably, about taking that huge jump, the marriage or the dating leap, you know. What's our personality like? What kind of personality would best work with us? Just as if you're getting into some business transaction. You want to know the party on the other side. You want to know their track record, what they've done, um, whether they would be beneficial to you. You know, you need to know all of these things. And most important is um, being able to tolerate the other person. What's your tolerance level like? Are you the feisty, um, the, the one who gets upset very quickly? Are you very volatile? Are you a no-nonsense person? Are you very tolerant? Is the person the other person? There are lots of things to consider. If we do our work and we still get it wrong, the satisfaction should be that we did our due diligence. 
But if we do not do the job, if we are just concerned about feeling like a wife or being a, a husband, you know, feel, that feeling you get from being a husband or the fact that you just want somebody to call you my wife or my husband, then I, you need to do your homework. You've got it wrong. Okay, these are my two bits for today. I hope you have enjoyed um, our discussion. I hope that um, you really grasp what I said. And I hope that it will spur some thinking, some thoughts, some decision making on your part. And most of all, I hope that you have a very wonderful, satisfying, happy, loving relationship and marriage. Okay, this is me signing out. If you um, or if you like uh, romantic fiction, you can uh, check out our website. It's Hilda's Shoulder. Hilda's Shoulder. Sorry, it's www.hildasshoulder.com. Um, Hilda's Shoulder is also on all major social media handles. That's on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. If you want to send an email, if there's a topic you think I should discuss or you have comments to make, you can send an email to hildasshoulderforyou at gmail.com. That's H-I-L-D-A-S-H-O-U-L-D-E-R. The four is figure four and the U is letter U. Again, it's hildasshoulderforyou at gmail.com.